listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Newsroom After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Newsroom After Show. Hello, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show for the newsroom. We are in season two, episode seven, The Red Team Three. I am your host, Kelly, and with me tonight. Hey guys, I'm Kristen Carroll. Hello everyone, I'm Sarah Mendoza. And this episode was as awesome as I thought it was going to be. Yes. I, we finally found out why they were being sued and what was going on with these lawyers, and I was pretty surprised. And I'm glad that it actually we just had one story the whole time. Yeah. To yeah. Follow. Um, they had kind of a small side one mm-hmm. with the, um, the the movie, quote unquote. Yeah. But other than that, that was really nice. Yeah. We really got into Genoa in this episode. And it also makes it also, at least for me, made me think about how closely you really have to look at something from all different sides because there were a lot of things that were missed and a lot of things that we had talked about last week mm-hmm. questioning like the videotape and the recording and just really having to put that you know magnifying glass on top of everything especially for a story this big sure talk about pressure you know we we <laughs> that's why our characters are so frantic because this is stuff that they actually have to assess and deal with every day to do their job right I know it's, it's it's nuts, but I can't believe that it's Jerry Dantana that is actually suing them for wrongful termination. Seriously, if you we know. didn't hate him already, <laughs> like enough already, like this is just like the rotten cherry on top. Yeah. It's terrible. He was the one that pushed so hard for it, really tried to kind of make everyone believe that this was true. He's the one that ultimately destroyed the, altered the evidence, which made them have to retract it even more. They probably would have stood by it the entire time had he not done that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And had the general's word, and he's probably the best witness out of all of them. Right, but even if he would have said if, like he kept saying if, and that leads to reasonable doubt, they wouldn't have been so strong to Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, push for it. But they did have six supposed witnesses at that point. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I understand why they ultimately went for it, but I mean, for him to lie, like that hardcore. Honestly, what... I just don't get it. Like, what is his problem that he's going to sacrifice journalistic ethics in his career just to to get this on? Wouldn't he rather, yes, do due diligence along with everybody else than, you know, run with this? It's like anybody who does something wrong. They have this huge ego and they don't think they're going to get caught. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's why bad people do what they do. I mean, they don't think they're going to get in trouble and they're above well, it. Well, the thing about it is, is if you're really that good at something, you shouldn't have to lie or alter anything. Exactly. Right. Like, it should just all kind of come together in a way. He's he's an idiot, honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> Because yeah. if, I mean, it's going to be found out. There's more people than just ACN on this case. And eventually, the fact that he altered that is going to come out like it did. Well, I get... How there's a potential like real hardcore case behind him because it was kind of the fault of everyone collectively. He played the biggest part in that, but 
he's the only one that got fired. But the argument can be made. The whole team wasn't in the room when he was editing evidence. So how was it everybody's fault? That's what he was potentially fired for was that one act. Not necessarily everything else. Like they could say that that was the reason why. And nobody else was in the room and had the opportunity to have any say so over that. So why does everyone else get, you know, punished for a decision he made on his own? His evidence, he destroyed evidence. Everybody else, like it's coming out that theirs wasn't so great, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't a choice to change something. They didn't tamper with anything. Right. I I think more so they're firing him for that reason because he tampered with evidence mm-hmm. in order to get the story on the air. The reason for them leaving would be just out of, um, I guess, trying to maintain the integrity of the network of their mm-hmm. of their new show, mm-hmm. and that that's a decision that would be made by the network or by you know Charlie. Um, and I don't think so that would that seems to me like a separate thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they would have to assess knowing that it's not. It's probably not true. Then they can assess, well, how do we make this right? And that would be one of the options. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would have gone there as quickly, though, had he they had they not found out that he did that. No, they were still sticking by the story. And sued him. or And sued them. Yeah. And is now suing, suing them, right? Yeah. Well, and his argument, I believe, is is that he was the only one fired. You know, Jim, Don, no one else was fired, and everyone knew all the same information that which I believe is his argument. He's just not taking responsibility for what he actually did. And again, that goes with somebody's like big ego mm-hmm. that he doesn't feel like that he has to. Well, I think the whole time he never felt like he belonged there. And and quite honestly, some of them mm-hmm. made him feel a little bit welcome, but they really didn't. And now with good reason, there was something off putting mm-hmm. about him from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he would do something like that doesn't show he's that great of a pr- journalist or person right. to have in their their little group. Mm-hmm. Right. And and, and honestly, this just wasn't the way, though, to change that. No. <laughs> you know, he just dug himself in a way deeper. There's no coming back from that now. Exactly. You can't walk into a place stomping your foot and crushing things and think that you're going to leave a good impression. No. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It's really unfortunate the predicament that they've left everyone in mm-hmm. and you know, using Maggie's trauma as a reason why she's not fessing up. She heard it. She's just messed up. Like, that was horrible. And again, as we lying. saw, we mm-hmm. saw that she had the potential to hear it, but mm-hmm. she was also walking out of the room. I know when I'm out of a room, I'm potentially not focused on whatever is still going in there, mm-hmm. going on in there. Besides, everything that was door. happening was off the record before the camera was rolling. So it doesn't really matter what he said. Yeah. Right. He could keep saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, he said it before. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't count. Well, one of the things I had an issue with in this episode tonight was when Mackenzie found out and confronted him. She did it in an elevator with just the two of them with no witnesses. And I think that that is going to come out and hurt them later because he only admitted doing it to her. Mm, that's a good point. You know, she Where's probably... the recorder when they need it? Right. Not that it necessarily would It's in worked. the trash can. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but... I think she was just so taken by her emotions. Like, what the F? I cannot believe Jerry Dantana right now. And she just happens to run into him right there. So I think she just exploded. Yeah. No, she absolutely did. It was definitely emotional. But I think it's going to come back to hurt them later because Mm -hmm. he may turn around and say he never admitted anything. And it's only his word against hers. Right. Right. It's true. How about that, though, with the way that Mackenzie found out or discovered and realized um, that he had edited the footage and, mm-hmm. like, tampered with it? I, 
I wouldn't have thought of that, honestly. Like checking the clock in the back. Yeah, just looking at the mm-hmm. the um the stop the clock. back. Yeah, well the background footage to make sure it was consistent. And we'd actually gotten a comment on YouTube with yeah. somebody that had suggested taking a look at that and I think that they say that they had noticed it, it before. It was the Woody Man one and he put if you watch the TV you see that the basketball game was jumping around and in capital letters. That was a dead giveaway. There were like 10 people watching that video <laughs> and again caps Nobody saw that. <laughs> that's not what you're looking yes. for. They're not looking for that. And it was, even when Don made reference to that basketball game, I wondered if he was going to notice something. Mm-hmm. And still, they didn't. They just blurred it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was another key thing, too, is blurring it out later on. So you can't even tell. Although they did edit certain sections, so you may not have seen the clock anyways. But with mm-hmm. the raw footage, too, none of those people in the room, like I even look at our the newsroom that I'm in, mm-hmm. The producers are in the editing base, but they don't edit. So maybe that's not something they're looking at. They're just, they're listening to the guy, but they're maybe not looking at the extra detail, which they should be in something like this. I'm not saying it's wrong, but maybe that's not where their eye's going. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe, they, I mean, it could be that you, they just don't think. That, well, they trust the person that's yeah. doing it. They trust the producer. You can't micromanage everybody. At some mm-hmm. point, you have to trust the people that you're working with that they're not going to do that. So that's not your priority is to go mm-hmm. over and double check with everything that they're doing. Sure. But maybe with a story like this where they're basically accusing the U.S. government of murder, they right. should have. Well, I was a little – and I actually thought – um, I mentioned something in an earlier podcast that I th- thought Will would just go along with it because of Mackenzie and mm-hmm. Charlie. I thought that might be an idea with it. I'm, I am a little surprised at him that when we talk about trust, he trusted them. And I feel like he didn't look as far as he could have. Will, I think he, even though he sat there, you mm-hmm. know, even Don's like, and I recall he sat there for a really long time before he said anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't say he... he necessarily believed it. He had heard the story before. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I trust, you know, Mac and oh, Charlie. It, it is surprising. But who knows? Maybe when he did hear it from his source, maybe he did some digging. And but that went. was a good question from Rebecca. Was his source the same? And we never found out who his source was. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are they going to find out? Because Charlie's not going to say who's, who his source is, and Will's not going to say who his source is. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now everybody knows. Well, at least the lawyers know who Charlie's source is. Because right. when we find all that up. But let's talk paper. about that like, in a second. But I, I just want to say, um, with um, them not noticing the stop clock mm-hmm. in the game in the background, um, in my opinion, maybe it's just they're so concerned with proving or disproving whether or not Gen One in general happened. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not thinking. Let's prove or disprove it that Jerry Dantana right did some funky business to make it to make this so. Mm-hmm. But know? even when Santanovich called and was adamant that the footage had been edited, even then they didn't go back. And mm. really well, scrutinize that footage and notice it McKenzie until days she later. Look, she was going to look at it at one point. She did say after that, she's like, I'm going to go look at it again. Mm-hmm. And that was before the whole, I think, I believe it was before the whole shot clock thing mm-hmm. that she actually learned about that. Um, but she did go back. But then it's also Mackenzie and sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. They should have had someone actually go through it, you know, frame by frame and make sure. Like they did with Sloan's pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And okay, honestly. And have somebody analyze it exactly yeah. the way that they did with the skin right. tone and the yeah. necklace and nothing was altered. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had the wrong person go back and look at the footage after that comment because 
a producer will look at a footage different than an editor will. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're not looking for the same things. Nope. Yeah. So there were definitely a lot of mistakes throughout the entire process of this story. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of them wanted, you know, wanted it to be one way or the other because it was a huge story. It's, I mean, it's just, they do such a great job of relaying how much pressure it is to be in this kind of career. Yeah. Because you're, I mean, we're human. Mm-hmm. You know, these these EPs and producers and reporters, they're human too and they're trying their darndest, but... Mistakes happen. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why there's so many of them because they were lot, you know, if you don't catch it, then the other person should. Right. Or you're hoping that the other person will. Right. And that's why I think a lot of these teams are so big because mm-hmm. everyone is human and you only have, you know, you know, when you look at a piece of paper, you know what's supposed to be there. And there could mm-hmm. be about five spelling mistakes you don't catch because you know what it's supposed to say mm-hmm. or a word's missing right, and you right. read it the way it's supposed to be read. That's why you have an editor right. that comes in and looks at it and you proofread and you mm-hmm. d- go through that. Because sometimes you know what's supposed to be there, so your mind's going to see that. Right. And that's why this team was so big. That's why they went through three stages of right. the red team. And no, I loved still. that. I loved how they had, like, it was like three rushes of red teams yeah. coming in to check this. Because it kind of paralleled the whole military, like, rushing in mm-hmm. for the general operation. And then here they are rushing in to, like, fact check and, and, and make that. sure. I think yeah. the one problem is is that they're almost too close to each other now. Because mm-hmm. they are a family, and I think on the one hand, that does help, and you stick by each other. On the other hand, I don't think as many questions were raised because, as we saw, you know, Will did it because Mac and Charlie did it. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, Jim said his piece, but then he kept quiet for the rest of it because he trusted Mac. And mm-hmm. um, I actually liked there was a moment that Sloan stood up for Jim. And I marked it because you don't see those two interact very often. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked... Um, uh, I forgot exactly what happened with it, but I did mark it down. Um, but when she stood up for him, he kind of looked over a little surprised. They mm-hmm. did a quick shot of him, a reaction shot. And I like that. And you even see, even though they don't work together, they still consider each other family mm-hmm. that way. And it was all just kind of, they all fell in line because they trusted one another. And on the one hand, that's great. You should all be united. You should have a united front when you're doing something so big. Right. On the other hand, I think a lot of people still had some questions and I think well I think it's seeing I think it's a good thing that they're like family in that kind of a I think mostly it is but I think it kind of hurt them this time because you do need that outside perspective to mm-hmm. come in and clearly mm-hmm. look at it with a fresh mind and put feelings aside and look at look at the facts as facts do well, what facts are really there and what is speculation and and what is hearsay from you like what is actually like let's lay it out right. and have you know an unbiased party come in or tell Leona because Leona although she's part of the family and she stands by him mm-hmm. she's almost slightly like a distant relative yeah. but she in her position she's not involved that way so if they needed somebody like that then it would have been Reese to come in and look at it yeah well I mean but I still, still think they tried their darndest though because they did do all the red teams you know but they had lawyers and, and things from the network they had ne- network executives in there listening to at when Will was in right. there too so they did have these other people 30 lawyers it just seems They're probably just yes men oh whatever was that's where I was could good. be it's good, good. <laughs> but I mean from the outside it, it looked like they had I mean they had six witnesses that looked to be in line but my big question is I'm confused about this Valenzuela kid because I thought that he was the wrong one. I thought that the the, the right one actually did die. 
No, I think it's the other way around. Okay. So they so they they um, started calling Valenzuela's residence, but then upon seeing that, but this was the one that they were calling, right? But but they weren't. He wasn't answering. Then they found out a lieutenant Valenzuela, who they thought was the same one, died in action. So they're like, okay, we, oh, that's sad. Okay, and so I just have calling. it backward. Okay. Yeah, so so then um, they thought he died because it was somebody else. Right. But all of a sudden, the guy they had been calling called them back because he's another Valenzuela who's the actual one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. And he was close to Eric Sweeney, and he mm-hmm. looked very, very meek yeah. in the video. Poor guy. I felt bad for him. That was a little time to fly, I realized, because wouldn't they just ask Sweeney wouldn't they talk to Sweeney about Valenzuela dying or not? Or if he was still out? But they were already trying to reach him and they had already done all the Sweeney interviews and stuff before they found before they had heard that Valenzuela died. Because remember mm-hmm. I remember Charlie saying that to Rebecca. Sure. But I would just think that upon not having been able to reach um reach Valenzuela because he never called back and before mm-hmm. they knew he died, why didn't they ask Sweeney? You know, how do we get home? Well, they were trying to find out, like, through the Pentagon, I think, like, what his orders were and all of that. And they were just waiting for callbacks. Mm -hmm. But they were doing, like, so many other things. And they have to find out factually. They can't just take what he says. Right. So I think that's that's what they were doing was going through that. Well, and then maybe Valenzuela died in action at, well, obviously died in action after, you know, Genoa happened. And... Sweetie may not have kept up with him because he's not in the armed right. forces anymore. Mm-hmm. But so we saw throughout sense. the episode how this story just kept unraveling and unraveling <laughs> very quickly, even with Sweeney being on Elliot's show. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we have this new information that he has a brain injury <laughs> and that he lied about that. And it makes me wonder, did he really lie about it or did Jerry ask him to? I, I don't think Jerry was that manipulative with it. I think he thought something was going on, and Will actually kind of clarified it later. And I think just kind of based off of what he was approached with mm-hmm. and the confusion that's going on while it's happening. I mean, mm-hmm. he had to... I don't know. I just, and- I just wonder if somebody is going to be in it deep enough to seriously edit footage and lie about it. Could what if he been. did know before Mackenzie talked to him? What if he did know that these two Purple Hearts were for those things and just said, hey, say it's for something else? That's definitely... It's a possibility. Unless they talked to, to, talk to him together and Jerry never talked to him first, but mm-hmm. I thought he had vetted him first before Mackenzie talked to him. Sure. The other thing I could also think of is Cyrus West sent him... Uh, gave gave mm-hmm. the name Eric Sweeney to Jerry and Jim even says this guy is somebody that you know wants success in mm-hmm. government dancing with the stars you know yeah. nobody knows <laughs> and I still don't wonder what hand he had and maybe well I'm surprised he hasn't that. come back in yeah, and just, nobody's questioned him like how did he get the tip in the first place yeah I don't understand why they didn't do anything with that either right. yeah. you think that would be the first thing you would do Hmm. Especially when Jerry says who the source is, and they all know him, and they can get a hold well, of him. Well, he's the one that gave him the tip, that well, he had yeah, heard something. So it's not really yeah, not really a source of, of anything other than just that. So yeah. maybe that's why they don't feel it's relevant to bring him in yet, or maybe There's, we'll see him later. I don't yeah. know. There's just still a few more things, or a lot more things mm-hmm. that we need to figure out or, or need to unfold, because if this is... Um, I guess we can talk about what happened with Charlie and um, Shep. If Shep is just doing this really out of revenge. Well, that was, I think, one of the like the biggest betrayal of the night, aside yeah. from Jerry, was that. This longtime source that he's had, this relationship that he's had with mm-hmm. Shep. 
to the point where he had his kid interning at ACN and we find out that it was a, it was a big lie just to help see them fall. Because yeah, he considers Charlie the cause of his son's death. Yeah. So this is his way of revenge. And so if this is so this is my thinking and this is why I'm, I want to see what unfolds. Like if this is Shep's way of getting back at Charlie via this whole false story. Mm-hmm. How are the how did the stars align so that Cyrus West would have a tip that would just, you know, perfectly well, align? Because tra- with- remember what he says is that he at one point wanted to kill Charlie, hated him so much for what had happened to his son. But he decided that the best way to get him was to take away something he loved, which was ACN. So he waited. And all of a sudden, Jerry started making all those phone calls about Genoa. Okay. And he felt like this was his moment. Gotcha. And that's how it happened. So really, the opportunity came to Shep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why he it. said, this is the perfect way to get back. Okay. Which, he, quite I honestly, incredibly genius. Absolutely. Because it's, remember, it's he, crazy. <laughs> he didn't tell him really <laughs> anything. Remember, he gave him, he gave him like the, um, what do you call it? Uh, the, the manifest. The hello? The, uh, no, hello. no, that. But when he was talking, when they had met for, when he came to the office to see him and they're talking about it, he gave him a, a hypothetical story that was pretty much the same, but he never told him anything. He never flat out said, mm-hmm. this is what I'm well, telling you. He just gave he him gave the, the paper. munitions report. Okay, mm-hmm. But he I, didn't say that's what he was giving him. So he kept himself clean by this hypothetical story they did. So all in all, it was definitely genius. Well, and I also wonder if that story... Now, kind of, you know, 2020 vision. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't talking about obviously Genoa at all, or if he was also kind of inching towards the fact that wouldn't you do anything to protect your, you know, son? Your, yeah. And that's oh, what he's that is sort good. of doing in his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his story may sound like he's talking about Genoa, but he's like, I would do anything, you know, for my son or your family. Wouldn't you do like horrible things? And yeah. that's basically oh, and what And I he's think doing. the, oh no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, though, that that piece of paper with the F.U. Charlie <laughs> hidden message light thing going on, mm-hmm. that's evidence, though, that's going to help the ACN team even more so that they were they weren't responsible. Well, I mean, they're responsible, but you can see why ACN chose to run. With right, the story. right, right. Absolutely. Because they thought this was real. Yeah, and it was coming from you know the the naval intelligence press. Well, and I think that's why he did it. He knew that once he egged him on and gave him the green light, that Charlie would totally believe him, trust him, and go with it. And that's exactly what happened. But then you—that's why I'm so curious to know who is Will Source. And okay. so, but you'd have to start torturing Mackenzie in order to get that from him. Yes, <laughs> which. She said, like, that's sweet. And I thought that was a very sweet comment. That's mm-hmm. incredibly telling. One would hope that if <laughs> Mackenzie was being tortured, somebody would... Hopefully just... it would happen before she actually started to be tortured. But <laughs> well, maybe she just had to be kidnapped. I just think it's interesting. Her fingers he, gone already. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> that he even said that in the first place. Yeah. He could have just said nothing. Yeah. And no, he still he cares about her. Yeah. Well, and, and Nina's gone, hopefully. Well, we didn't as far as we know, Not, right now. Yeah. He Just was in this alone. episode. <laughs> I'm hoping, I mean, maybe she's in the shower again, but <laughs> I don't know. It, was, it all was all pretty much in the newsroom or the boardroom this time, so mm-hmm. I don't know, but Yeah, man. 
It's just a lot. This was of, a good episode, guys. A lot of crazy things yeah. going on, but we definitely love to hear what you guys think. We love the comments, and please go to YouTube, download the podcast, rate and comment. Um, on iTunes, I'm sorry. You can go to YouTube and leave <laughs> comments as well. And I think you've got some comments. Yeah, and just some, other ones um, we want to read out. Shout outs uh, for YouTube. We had Patrice. We had Reglavcore. Probably saying that wrong. <laughs> who actually reminded us that Allison Pill accidentally posted a naked picture of herself on Twitter to her boyfriend, and that kind of she she didn't that. just send it to him. I remember I that. <laughs> yeah, just the glasses on and everything. Yeah. Um, we covered that at work, but. I, and but I think that one always kind of reminded me more of Mackenzie's mistake of sending the email to everybody, <laughs> <laughs> the breakup email. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we also had NASCAR craze um, made a good point. I think since Hamish uh, Linklater, who plays Jerry, got signed on to the crazy ones on CBS, um, they had to maybe switch the storyline a little bit so that it's for sure that Jerry's the one that's gonna be fired because Mm -hmm. he's got a different gig now that he signed on to maybe but i think it was always set up from the beginning that he was he was going to be the one Mm -hmm. because he was just kind of the outsider anyway i didn't see him staying on for too long and some and they possibly film differently Mm -hmm. at different times too because it's such a short series i actually i really want to see the crazy ones i love some (laughs) critics and hate watchers out there i was reading some articles online they they think that was the easy way to get you know to create a villain is somebody coming from the outside because there's Saying, wouldn't it have been more interesting if it was somebody from the inside who did this? And but I, you know, it's it's still interesting. It's mm-hmm. still an interesting. It's not. We're not bored with it. it yeah. Even no. though it might be slightly. But we did have somebody yeah. from the inside. We had Reese who was tapping their phones and trying yeah. to get Will fired. We have had that? somebody from the inside, but not the core team. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and mm-hmm. one quick last shout out to Oakland Jess who gave us five stars. So thank you. Fabulous. Thank yeah, you. so keep keep it coming and let us know what you think about this whole Genoa story. And five million dollars, really, <laughs> Jerry? Five million dollars settlement? Oh my god. I on the one hand, I feel like that's not that much. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot for me, personally. But for one person <laughs> that actually was the cause of most of this, really? No. She doesn't deserve anything. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with, no. with uh, Stone Leona there. That that's Oh, I loved it. Leona coming in. That was oh, the she best. Was, yeah. She's fantastic. What if Jerry's that intelligent, though, that he just devised this whole thing, knowing that he's going to get, he's pushing so hard, he's going to, and then he's going to get fired, and then he's going to sue, and this is a whole thing to get $5 million. I don't think this is like the producers that they're trying <laughs> to make all this money and maybe well, go to jail for Well, it. I think the reason is, is because if he's called out as a liar that manipulates evidence, no newsroom is going to hire him because he's untrustworthy. Mm -hmm. He's never going to be able to get another job. I think that is the motivation behind it. He needs to live. He's got to do something. And all of this burden is laying with him. Mm -hmm. Nobody else is getting punished for this aside from him. So he looks ultimately like the only one in the wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's hurt. His career's done. It's over. So he's got to do something. This is the easy way out. No big, you know, in his mind, I'm sure he's thinking they're not going to want to deal with the, with the, the lawsuit and the money that's going to be spent. Just easy. Mm-hmm. Settle out. It's over. It's done. Well, yeah. and what does he have to lose? I mean, if he everything's even, gone already. Yeah. He's already lost his job, his reputation, his yeah. pride. Everything's done. It's all, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all gone already. So they're all ready to resign the top. Charlie, Will, Mackenzie, mm-hmm. ready to you know give it up, throw in the towel because they're for the sake of the network. Yeah, because their trust ratings are 
gone pretty much they're really really low and they don't feel like they you know they lost the trust of the audience and they have leona that comes in <laughs> looking fabulous by the way amazing if I look like that at her age i'm gonna yeah. be so excited with this and let me just tell you it's not just on tv i had the pleasure of, of running into her at this emmy event like last week and she looks amazing yeah amazing in person she's so fit no she looks great and she doesn't look you know she doesn't look like scary great like you know sometimes mm-hmm. the people look like they have a lot of work done no, she oh, looks yeah, fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. But I loved her character coming in and ran raving about Daniel Craig and she wanted to oh, meet God, Daniel yeah. Craig. <laughs> like, and it you was, look like Daniel Craig. Stand up. Oh, not so much. <laughs> Sit back down. McMac. Nobody's resigning. Yeah. And I love, you know, it's it's different to see her on their team. Because mm-hmm. she's, the, the whole time she's trying to find a way to derail their little news night show. Well, she needs to make money and they don't make any money. And mm-hmm. the I like what she said that you don't you know you don't make me a nickel but I uh, you know you make me proud and I thought that was a really nice thing that we got yeah. to hear her say she like, should smoke weed more often <laughs> coming into these meetings with them. she was definitely on something <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah whatever she was on was that cookie that Neil's ex girlfriend oh uh, maybe she could maybe. just be high on love of Daniel Craig right now uh, maybe she but dis- have she was disappointed though because she wasn't able to see a little him. too many co- cocktails waiting for him to arrive <laughs> I'd be too if I spent a thousand dollars to meet Daniel Craig he doesn't yeah. show up. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I know she was great, and but she even said from the beginning the only problem I think she had with her new, them doing the newscast that way was only because they were you know slamming people that she needed the advertisers yeah yeah people that so spent, I don't think you know give them a lot of money I, I don't think she necessarily cares about I mean I. Th- you never saw that she hated what they were doing with the news. I think she even said she liked it. No, but yeah. yeah. But that was, it still uh, messes with her business. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's also slightly, a part of it is her ego because <laughs> she was like, oh, he does, how, how dare he come into my hizzy? My hizzy? I was like, did she just say hizzy? <laughs> Came into her house yeah. demanding money. Yes. One so guy. I, I think, you know, she's, she's, it's her ego. Somebody came in and like is trying to, you know, throw everything away. And she's she's coming to the rescue now because she's like, oh, hell no. Well, she's not going to give in. And I like Mm -hmm. that about her. And I think she also is not blaming them. Doesn't she say something to the effect of, I don't even think Sherlock Holmes could have kind of cut through this. And, (laughs) you know, she said, I'm the smartest person in this room. And I don't know how I could have. So she's not necessarily blaming it all on Mackenzie. (laughs) Because if you go down the line, even though, yes, there were holes and everything, for the most part, it looked. Good. It looks. It looks good. Yeah. Look like a. You know. Look like a true story. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, not now that we dissect it, but. <laughs> I like in how the she beginning. gave her a uh, Mac and McMac. Yeah, McMac. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not accepting anybody's resignation. She's not going to give in. She's not going to settle. She's going to court. Rebecca walks in. Looks she, like we're going to trial. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yep. We'll see what happens. I and wonder if what's McKinsey's- the last thing that they said. Um, oh, Charlie says. Leona, we don't have the trust of the public. And she says, get it back. we'll get it back. Yep. And the episode ends. Yep. Get it back. <laughs> figure it out. Right. Make it happen. Because you're not going anywhere until mm-hmm. I fire you. No, I don't know for two weeks. Love that. Yes. No episode for two weeks. Oh. It's horrible. <laughs> but it is a holiday next weekend. So at least yeah. that's nice. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm curious to see if Mackenzie's going to be able to handle it. I know she feels really guilty. She thinks that she played a bigger part in this than I believe that she did. Yeah. 
Well, and but, I'm still curious, too. We haven't seen what leads Maggie to change her hair yet. No, we have to see that before so the season's like over. I feel like there's still a breaking moment, maybe in the courtroom. Right. Maybe. Because, like, people can get, re- and lawyers can get really intense and, you know, bring out some other stuff. When they start grilling around the stand, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. I don't know. But, yeah, because we saw that she still had blonde hair while they were going right. through it before. Mm-hmm. Well, Hold on a second, because doesn't she come? She comes in the room a few times while Rebecca and the other lawyers are asking oh, yeah. questions. But that's after. That's after. I'm talking about when they're still trying. To, when they aired the story, she still had blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but but. So that's why I'm saying we don't know when her hair color changed because when they're flashing back, she's still blonde. Oh, you're right. It couldn't be in the courtroom because yeah. they haven't gone there yet and she's got the red hair. So there still yeah. has to be... Because before the proceedings... Oh, sorry, right, right, right. Okay, okay, ...giving the interviews or yes. doing the interviews and she's coming in and out with her short hair. No, I'm you're sure. right. Yes, they haven't gotten to court yet. So sorry, no, it couldn't be there. Hair. So I wonder when... Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. There's still There's still some time that we have to go through and they've got to go through the, yeah. you know, Benghazi story too. So. It breaks my heart every time I see her like that though. I know. Well, and that's, you know, that was a casualty of this whole thing, the Benghazi story. They didn't run with it the way that they could have mm-hmm. because they were afraid of that. They've got the polls coming up that they have to announce and they can't get anything wrong. Everybody's got to really... Yeah, they don't trust get, anybody anymore. No, and I mean, it could just be a lot of pressure for everyone and I yeah. don't know. Well, I think it's like most people, I mean, not just in the workplace. I mean, if you have a bad relationship, you know, it takes you a little while to get yeah. over that. And they had a bad relationship with Jerry, and now it's it's taking its toll on other stories, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I remember that story quite well. I used to watch every, you know, at that point I was able to watch the news in the morning most mm-hmm. days. And it's a, it was a huge story. Yeah, everywhere. absolutely. And the fact that they don't cover it, that says a lot. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot about what's going on in their newsroom. I think it also says a lot, too. I don't believe we've ever seen Mackenzie cry. No. I mean, we've seen her get emotional. Right. But the fact that she's standing in front of everybody in Will's office mm-hmm. and her eyes are red and she's, you know, got yeah. tears going down. Yeah. Because I think deep down in her gut, she knew it was wrong. I don't think she would have asked Don that question, do you trust him? Mm-hmm. If she didn't think that something was wrong, right? I think she should have listened to Jim. I think she should have even listened to Don. They had really legitimate questions and red flags they were raising, and they brushed them off. Your gut is usually correct, and they yeah, didn't, <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, get with it. but I'm still glad they, you know, did the research, tried yeah. at least, and and then through that though they ran into a bunch of false evidence. Well, now all we can do is wait and see how they come yes. out of it and what happens next. They will come out of it. <laughs> they have to. They we have need to, a season yeah. three. <laughs> they have to. Do you have some news and gossip? Afterbuzz TV news. Um, I guess just some gossip. Okay, <laughs> not really, but um. So, all right. So I am team. Who is team Jim Maggie still? Because I am. <laughs> Nobody. I, just I still eventually want her to get better. Can I say? <laughs> and it ends up. I just. I like Jim so much. Although I like. I like Hallie so much too. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Hallie come back and stick yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a lot of this debate going on out there in the block in the webosphere with <laughs> fans and you know you know um, critics. They're just wondering what's going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. And um, on the Daily Beast, uh, they did an interview with John Gallagher, who, as you know, plays Jim. Mm-hmm. And let's hear what he thinks. <laughs> so he said, "Maybe am I 
I'm an idealist, but there's a big part of me that thinks that they're just going to have to get over themselves and at one point just make it happen again. They are just going to be hopeless without each other. I think they're soulmates. Oh. So I don't know if that's an indicator, but that's what Jim thinks about his character. Or John thinks about his character, Jim, with Maggie. Okay. I think you could see that. There's yeah. such a chemistry there, mm-hmm. and there still is, and he cares for her dearly, but there's so much going on. Yeah. Like I don't know. We'll Nobody see. I don't think right they now. have time right now. I think yeah. it's kind of they, they, they would keep it on pause, come back later, and then I think I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. I think they both need to kind of go through a little bit more and kind of get it together a little Usually bit more. Usually season three, I feel like, in yeah. most shows. That's when the big couples start to get together. Start unless to get it's together. a really big couple, like yeah. Will Mackenzie. I think it'll take a lot longer. And I wish I brought yeah. my sheet in with me, but I think... Um, I think there is going to be a season three. Well, they've been talking about it, but it hasn't officially been announced yet. I think it has some to do with some scheduling and stuff with Aaron Sorkin and mm-hmm. things like that. But HBO really wants it, so we'll see yeah. if it actually happens. We really want so it. So we need the official <laughs> word yet, and uh, we haven't gotten that quite yet, but hopefully we'll get that soon. All right, well, let's get into predictions. Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I predict Jerry Dantana's the only one that's leaving Newsnight. <laughs> that's gonna. Well, be... he wasn't supposed to stay anyway. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't think this will be a show that'll suddenly, you know, it's a, this isn't Game of Thrones or True Blood. Like, I don't think all of a sudden May character's gonna go away. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think, I think Mac might start to have some problems. Mm-hmm. I think she's gonna feel extra guilty, and I think we'll see that run with it. Well, oh, I wanted to say my Sorkinism. Can I say that? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I love Neil's. It was like one of the few comic relief moments in this episode. The women uh, here couldn't deal with my Ultraman mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. When he was in with the lawyers. Yeah. yeah. There, and yeah. how he said Matt being manned up is his default position. Yeah. Default. yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. But that's my prediction. And I, um, I want to see... I also think... Well, obviously, something else is going to happen with Maggie where she's going to cut her hair, and I think she's going to be riled on the witness stand. Her and Mackenzie, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll take well to the courtroom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do see in, from the previews for um, for next episode that Mackenzie really is frazzled to the point where she wants to be fired. Mm-hmm. She's asking pretty much Will to fire her because he's the only one who can do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I don't have a prediction as to exactly <laughs> why, but I'm really curious for next yeah. episode as to what's going on there. You think she, she just, just wants leaves? Out. Nothing stopping her, really. I don't know. Well, I think I I don't think Leona would let her leave. I think she'd come in with like a breach of contract or something and Mm -hmm. and force her to have to stay. But I'm hoping that she that will kind of steps in a little bit more emotionally and helps kind of save the day there with her and helps her kind of get through Mm -hmm. this. And maybe that kind of breaks through a little bit for their relationship. Yeah. True love kiss. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But I, I do. I hope that, you know, he kind of gets a little bit more open with her and kind of comes to her rescue on a more personal level and kind of helps her get through this. It would be nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But um, I'm sad that there's no episode next week. But I know. two weeks. We'll see you guys <laughs> back in two weeks. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. As always, you can follow us at After Buzz TV on Twitter and make sure to download the podcast on iTunes. Rate and comment. We love to hear what you guys think. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. 
You can follow me, Kristen Carroll13, on Twitter. And you can follow me at Sarah with an H Mendoza. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank <laughs> you.